Thank you for listening to It's On Us Podcast. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and enjoy the episode. Bring it back. Take two. Take two. Take two. And Today, action. on another episode of IOU, episode 18, we are going live we on are, Facebook. We are live. And we are currently four deep. We are missing a few members this weekend. Uh, to my left, I have Ash. Yo. To my right, I have John. What's going on? And to my far left, I have my good guy, the Glizzy Guzzler. The Glizzy Guzzler. Hi, Mom. Okay. There we go. All right. All right. So today's episode is based around what is relationship not just on a aspect of like friend but like the idea of relationship period so for you guys what is your view of a relationship how do you how do you perceive relationship well hold on first things first mm-hmm. let me get the <coughs> definition okay i got you give me one second yeah. all right so according to the dictionary relationship the way in which two or more concepts objects and people are connected, or like the state of being connected. Hmm. That is the definition of relationship. You know, that kind of reminds me of uh, community a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. how we mentioned the community has commonality together. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of, they correlate in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, they share something, you share something with in a relationship. It could be an animal with an animal, or you know, people with people. Um, it could be a friendship. It could be something that's a little bit deeper than that. It could be a, a sexual, relationship or even like a mentorship someone that's trying to you know mentor you for business and and things like that so that would be an idea of a relationship yeah like for me one aspect i definitely agree with the definition but like i'm in a relationship of where like me going to the gym consistently that relationship of getting a commitment to like that type of relationship so like that would be my idea or my structure of what a relationship would be so for jacob what about you? Just kind of build off what John said. John just had like a perfect definition of how I look at it. It's basically just, you it's know, frozen. whether it's a mentorship or a relationship or, you know, something family related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's dope, though. So, okay, so in relationship, we kind of like talked about sports a little bit, and you kind of brought this up in our Discord uh, Tuesday about how NFL players – in their relationship with like the higher ups. So can you kind of like just highlight what, oh. Pause to Jacob. <laughs> what happened? Pause, pause. Look, not sure how many or who. We got four. Make yourself known. Ain't it, drop some love. Yeah, let's see. So Ash, go back to your previous question. Okay, so last week we kind of talked about, or on our Discord, we kind of talked about um, the relationship between, like, NFL players and their, like, I guess, bosses, you could say. Yeah, or the owners. Or the owners, and, like, they're trying to compare it to, like, NBA players and their, like, relationship to their, like, teams. So, like, for instance, uh, James Harden wanted out of Houston. Said, I'm going to get out of Houston. He said, I'm going to get out of Houston. So he took whatever was best for him, and he got out of Houston. But for a player that plays for the Houston Texans, it's not as easy for them to explore or get out of Houston if they say, like, I'm not happy here. So how, how, do, like, how do we understand or how, how do you perceive, like, that? Like, how, how should they go about that? If people, NFL players, want to get out of their contract, 
how can they do that? Is it like it's easier said than done for the NFL? I've noticed just over the years, just watching how transactions are and stuff like that, opposed to the NBA. Like NBA, literally, players will be like, "We don't want to play for you anymore." Mm-hmm. Tell the GM, and then the GM works out something because if it's a viable player, then that GM's mindset is probably like, "Okay, if this dude doesn't want to play for us, then obviously we can make a trade to help better our." draft picks or something how better are you know help us in a semi-rebuild okay where the nfl they play 16 games and they don't i don't i don't think they think like that and plus it's just the, the way that they run the league is so totally different i believe the nba just the players themselves have more freedom than that so the players run the league in the nba but in the nfl it's not like that at all to a certain extent i would agree with that but only the top players a top tier nfl players are able to kind of Sway and go where they want to go versus uh, like NBA. Players. That's kind of what I was gonna say. I feel like NBA, like James Harden is a top tier player. So if he doesn't want to play on your team, you know you can get the most valuable pieces to fit your puzzle. Mm-hmm. If you were to trade him, or I mean, if you keep him, I mean, he's still gonna give you twenty five, seven and seven. You know, hypothetically, but mm-hmm. is he really gonna be there? Like the chemistry of the whole team is gonna diminish because one person. I mean, in the NFL. Depending on what position it is, I feel like there's always the next man up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they are so mm-hmm. hard on Deshaun right now because there's not always the next quarterback up. There's been countless teams that have gone years without a quarterback. And you know what I mean? Having Deshaun Watson, like they want to they want to keep him mm-hmm. to have that top-tier quarterback. But I think it's just – it's a lot different when, when they don't want to be there. But like I said – yeah, but how, like, I guess it's, like, more of a value base. Like, if I'm really good asset to what you're trying to do, right? then I know my worth and I'm able to, like, negotiate something with you versus I'm just another quarterback. Mm-hmm. You really don't have as much say-so. So that could be, like, one aspect as well. Well, and you got to think, too, with a, in the NFL, they have 16 games to kind of prove themselves, whereas in the NBA you have oh, maybe 100 games and 100 different nights that you can say, I'm worth this. In the NFL, it's like, like you said, there's so many, there's so many fifth string, you know, roster, you know, mm-hmm. cornerbacks. I mean, if if the first one doesn't act right or does something right, you know, then it's next man up. Like in, like Washington this year, Deshaun Deshaun Haskins started the season. Mm-hmm. He got benched, and then who was in front of Alex Smith? Um, uh, not Case Keenum. We have him. No, yeah, not uh, Case Keenum. But whoever, somebody, yeah, yeah. you know, what I'm saying it's still they got you the third string quarterback, and it's like, man, it's like next man up. Mm-hmm. In in the uh, in the NBA, it's maybe you might have a second point guard on the bench, you might not, right? Like, because even on the NBA roster, there's like I want to say 15 players mm-hmm. in case somebody gets hurt or take, yeah. they just have that deep roster. Versus the NFL on their sideline, it's what like 70 people, it's 52. That's, that's, that's a deep roster yeah, on the yeah. side. So maybe it's 55. Maybe it's something to do with like. It all comes down to money as well. Mm-hmm. So like money runs the world. Right. So contracts. Like NBA players, they may like, hey, this person just signed for two year extension, this much money, versus an NFL player, like for example, who just signed a big contract in the NFL? Uh JJ Watt two years, thirty six million for the Cardinals, I believe he signed. How much of that is guaranteed? I think, I think like thirty. Yeah, thirty. He got like high twenties. Like Okay, so the guarantee money in the NFL is so nuts, dude. Oh, my but, goodness. But what's crazy is even in that, uh, what's his name, Hill, Taysom Hill, yeah. mm-hmm. he signed, like, a big deal, oh, and yeah. none of his money is guaranteed. Right. Wow. It's, his, like, he's he signed, like, a $150, $150 million deal, and none of it's guaranteed. Right. Like, wow. What? 
Because the next over like this year is guaranteed, but besides that, the next four years of his contract voidable. Yeah. Salary cap purposes and shit like the whole wow. <coughs> the whole science behind the salary cap is just nuts. How they got to figure out that shit and just like hold up. If we restructure his contract, then that frees up more room for so we can send this. Mm-hmm. Just the science behind it is just. And it and it goes to like what you said the relationship. I feel like there's you have a better relationship with fifteen people. Then you will Smaller fifty number. people. Mm-hmm. Right. True. True. You know what I mean. Right. So it's and like you're, you're another person in that fifty, but in right. that fifteen, you're. And we were talking last night about I was on the bowling team uh, during my, you know, high school years, and I had a fucking blast. And it was just because of the the people that I was with, we made it, uh, we made it something. Right. The best that situation. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So, so yeah, like so I guess you would say yeah, NBA players have more of an impact because they're smaller numbers. And they actually can voice their opinions versus NFL, just another number right. out of fifty. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think that would probably be like their relationship with that, though. But and, um, and like I said, I think man, like Mark Cuban just like paves the way of what an owner should be. I mean, he's there courtside, and like, who's the dude from the Clippers? Steve Ballmer. Yep, he's he's there courtside. Like he, you know what I mean? He's passionate about his team and who he's actually putting out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think sometimes in the NFL, you, you know, that owner he ain't naming all fifty-five people on that team. Mm-hmm. On the starting day roster, he's not naming all 55. No. I said versus the NBA, like the, the GM knows each individual player, mm-hmm. probably been to their house, knows right. their, like their family. Like that type of intimacy, like relationship is like important when you're trying to build anything. Mm-hmm. True. So even for like us in, in our like personal lives, we have like friendships. So how do you, I had this conversation last night, I'm like, how do you know in a friendship who's good for you and what's not good for you? Hmm. Is it more of like a my perception on the world is more broad than yours? So like I shouldn't try to you know overstep or like how do you approach that situation? Well, I mean, it's, in some instances you may not even know that someone's bad for you until something happens where it's almost glaring at you. You know, you might be in it and say, well, this is I'm having a good time, but is it the right I, thing I, to the do? Right, yeah, the right time or the right yeah, right yeah. So like if I'm if I'm in a friendship and say we're having fun everything's great and but we end up in jail together do you think that would be a positive friendship if like man we, we probably should like avoid doing whatever the hell we were doing because yeah. we don't want to keep coming <laughs> to this place like, right right but some people it's like we have this connection so yeah we go to jail we'll ride or die for each other yeah no matter yeah. how toxic or bad it may seem you know what i mean so i guess we got to Put yourself around people who intentionally want better for you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you gotta want better for yourself first. For sure, right? For sure, that's deep, man. It sounds like you're describing me and the Indians right now. <sighs> <laughs> uh, how are the, the Indians doing? They won today, four straight so far. Oh hey, tied okay. for first place. They suck. Which doesn't really matter right now. Nine games in, I think wow. maybe ten. I don't know. Nine or ten. It's pretty good. I mean, I thought they were gonna do much worse they yeah. pissed, so. they pissed they, me they've off they've actually the last couple of games they've been stringing off a couple of hits and actually scoring the ball a lot lately so last two years they pissed me off they've always had a good pitching roster like good pitching rotation but when it came to the bats nothing boo 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 I actually wish I would have played baseball in high school yeah I think it would have been a lot different though but my yeah. hand-eye coordination like, it's not good so you would have done so that. I would say honestly yeah, it's some it's not good it's not the best but you know to go off the relationship, some you of my play sports. I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah, your hand-eye coordination in 2012 was really bad. <laughs> I was in robotics. <laughs> Coming he was a guy behind the desk, like, "Oh, this guy's fucking." Yeah. But yeah, some of my um, some of my baseball relationships that I've had growing up are like some of my like most genuine like 
actual mm. like relationships that, that I won't see these people for a very long time like like Harsar I won't see Mason for so long but we played so much ball together if I see him man it's just like man I'm like my brother on right. the diamond you know it's like you just bring back so many memories or or like uh, uh, Bledsoe Cody um, same with him like I you know if you, you see these people and it's like man you, how are you and just you know just the relationship that you put on like with certain games or you know just practices every day and all that shit same with basketball yeah like you got some of your basketball people that when you see each other it's like bro all love no matter what i don't i don't gotta see you for 10 plus years but when i see you i'm like hey you still active you still play mm -hmm. sports like yeah i'm like okay let's go play somewhere right mm -hmm. that was our first initial like connection yes. to build a friendship maybe beyond just sports like we're on the court it's cool but then outside of that you get actually get yep. to meet like he said genuine mm -hmm. people that go through different struggles and mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of refreshing because it's like I'm not the only one going through Hell this no. type of, you know what I'm saying, resistance, friendship, or whatever. There's the case issues is. in life. Not even saying like a struggle, just, you well, know. Even even that, to connect to that, is is a, a work relationship, someone yeah. that you work with. And, and you basically you're there because you have to be, you know, working with them. But then it could turn into something more where it could turn into a, a actual sexual relationship or, you know, What's up with you and sexual today? I'm dude? just saying, I just wanna, I'm, I'm just differentiating. <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> I'm trying to let some feelings out today. I'm just differentiating the you know, friendships and sexual. You know, it's like yeah. you could be you could be a friend, but you also be okay. So I know exactly what friends you're talking with about. Friends benefits. No, yeah. and that's even dangerous waters to trench into. But like, what you're saying is, John. Like, once you step into like we're friends, I'm not using you for example. It's like, say like two people are friends, right? And once you get into that friend zone. But you want more out of it than the other person. It's like mm -hmm. hard to get out of the friend zone because they have just like trusting you. It's like, okay, yes. he won't. He'll, he'll, I feel protected around him all the time. I know he's not gonna like do nothing crazy. But then like, well, for you, it's like I kind of want more. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, no, I don't see you in that light. So right. how do you get out of the friend zone? Fucking beats me. You know what I'm saying once you're in there, it's you're, like you're trapped. Yeah. I. So, Jacob Story. Okay. Year of 2010. Here we junior go. Junior year. Oof. I, I was put into the friend zone 636 times. How many that, times? That number is exaggerated by a lot, but... 600 and what? 36 times. Damn. How do you know that number? It's an exaggerated number. It's more like 50-something, but still. Okay. Uh, it's a high number. Okay. It's high. It's yeah. very high. Yeah. But, it, but as I've gotten older, it's because how you approach people, how you interact, and... In high school, let's just say I was I was goofy and I didn't know how to interact with fem females. So yeah, so I was just awkward. Oh, I mean you weren't you weren't awkward. I mean we all had that. I space. was I was a ten and everybody else was like at a five as far as like being hyper and shit like that. Yeah, or just being out there. But I feel like there's so many again like politics that go into like when you get to high school. It's like oh there is man. It's almost like a like we are thrown into this giant prison quote unquote and then like you just forced to like put yourself in groups like even like like cults well, there was a, the whole <laughs> well, well, but I wouldn't say it extreme yeah, no, yeah. 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 but like, it's like that though right what's, what's the uh, the there's some sort of like um, like scenario. the cheerleaders fuck with the cheerleaders like the, the, that lunch Flicks. that ninth grade lunch room first lunch you gotta pick your table type shit like yeah. in that, oh, yeah, that yeah, table that like, table sets you up for you got your fucking milk and your fucking for, pizza like for uh, the rest because right, yeah. right from middle school to high school it's like okay I knew them in middle school, but once high school, that's a whole different net of people you get to know. Like, you mm -hmm. got seniors, you got juniors, you got sophomores. Like, you're uh, a freshman walking in, you go into the lunchroom, 
get your lunch, you turn around, like, it's a whole sea of people. Where do I go? Right. I'll even do you one better because that was me going into high school. I went to Johnny Wilson. See? 7th, 8th grade, <laughs> going into ninth grade. I'm like, yeah, going to Lorraine High, baby. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parents moved to the, to, the, to the south side, right into Shantytown. I go to Cleary. First day I know Brandon, and I know a few random people like oh you know you of some people you know what i'm you saying don't know right, people right you know of some people. i'm just, mm-hmm. it's just me and brandon and me and him just where we sitting at we i'm like who was just in class with us <laughs> right there I just, <laughs> boom, that's all i was i'm wow. like are you in uh things class? i'm like all right bet like you know i, I just I lied about something saying i need help with some type of work but you know what i mean me and brandon just kind of just sat there at least we didn't sit by ourselves you know what i mean like that's true that's true i don't like to see people sitting by themselves i guess that was always like a part of me like even like growing up like some some guy that maybe sitting at like the Yu-Gi-Oh card table like by himself and it's like i kind of like that stuff too but like then you have the persuasion of people outside like oh look at him he's he's the loser because he's sitting by himself mm-hmm. so it's like dealing with that type of pressure like right. how do you mm-hmm. And that's one of those things I want high schoolers to like understand. Like, it's okay to be yourself, mm-hmm. even like, even if it is like that. I mean, even if you have to be not yeah. a loner, but like if you want to be alone, you can be alone. I mean, you don't have to, right? But I think me and Jacob, we had a good lunch table. We had, I think we we accepted a lot more people over like the the period. Like, yeah, like we kind of didn't like seek people like that were like lonely. But it's like people would just ask us, but hey, yeah. can we, sit? we didn't care. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was like our table was real chill. It was me, you, Bridget. Mackenzie and Eric, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was and like we would just have like one random person like a day or a week that would just come by with us for a weekend. It was like okay, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who sat with <laughs> me, but I know all them bitches was going. Clearly, <laughs> them bitches was going. I've seen a few. I've seen a few scuffles in them bitches. You know what I'm saying? It was just fun though. It was just a great, great time. But honestly, I'd rather have middle school. Lunches what, over. Mm-hmm. What relationships high do you miss the most, though? Do you miss your middle school, elementary relationships with those friends, or the relationships you've built in high school? Like, see, if I you see, could choose one, which I one would you choose? I see a mix of both, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like on the daily, like because he knows Didi, and I went to middle school with Didi. Right, right, right. So it's like when I see him, I we talk about the people that we went to middle school with. You know, like like uh, Ivan. Mm-hmm. I still see Ivan. He he went to middle school with us. Devonte, Keithley, Anthony, and Nick. Like. Yeah. Those are like my middle that I know from middle school, and then I got like Eric, Dane, right. Austin. Oh, I know Austin, damn near from baseball, from damn near my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, because even like cause like last night we went out, went to game one. Shout out to game one. So like every time we kind of go there, it's like, Fuck it. no, yeah, game. Their drinks are like way too <laughs> intense. So I gotta start moderating that as well. But like, right. when we go there though, it's always refreshing because you see people we haven't seen in a long time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, how yeah, are you? How's yeah. life treating you? And I'm like, bro, open arm to like, and you'll see like. Oh hey, you know I'm just working this place in the third, and it's like okay, then well, you ever need me? Here's my number, you know. Mm-hmm. Let, let's tap in. Let's do something. It was like a, it was like a class reunion last night. It was about 20 people from our class. It it was awesome to see everybody, in, and I haven't seen people in like 10 years. I was like, I haven't seen you since we graduated, type shit. Yeah. And it's interesting because you see like what they're into. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of been like dipping into that. Like let, let's let's talk about some stuff. Like us doing the podcast, people are starting to gravitate. Like, are you guys supposed to podcast? Yeah, it's called It's on Us. Make sure you guys go check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and listen to our conversation. Right, mm-hmm. listen to our conversation. Like today, we're going live. Now we're casting a bigger net because people can see our face. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, hello, oh, Facebook. That's you Dang on that it. podcast. Oh, I didn't. Know. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm listening. I'll subscribe. Yep. And so now we're building that relationship. Yep. yep. Which is always important to us, though. So yeah. So now, 
we have another topic that is kind of like making people laugh a little bit. So what was one of your most embarrassing moments? You could say in high school to now. Embarrassing moments? Yeah. I mean, mm. man. I'll go Define last. Because I, I got a lot. So I'll go last. Would you, would you like to hear my story? It's it's not long-winded, <laughs> but it is definitely like there's a lot of parts to it. Um, so I'll I'll go first. I, and I'll, I'll try to make it bearable. Bearable. So to start, I'm just going to let you know, I went to a Pizza Hut buffet before this happened. Okay? Just keep that in mind. God. Pizza Hut buffet at lunch. I had an all-you-can-eat lunch. Pizza was just, it was sitting out, all this shit. Cheesy bread. All that. Mm. So then I had to go to Cleveland for my class, okay? Uh, for at Cleveland State, I had to go at 6 o'clock. My class started. So um, I took the red line from Lakewood to Cleveland, and it's like a 20-minute train ride into Cleveland. So I get to I get there at 6. My t- professor's like, hey, we're going we're gonna to meet today for about half an hour, and then you guys are free to do what you want. So I was like, I just took, I just spent an hour to get out of here, to get out here for a 30-minute class. So I said, I'm gonna go to a Cavs game. Mm-hmm. So I found tickets to a Cavs game that started at seven for twenty dollars. I got a ticket. Uh, I was the first row on top of their tunnel for twenty dollars. I was like, Whoa, oh, for sure. Damn. Yeah. Still, yeah. Still yeah. I was up. I was eye to eye with LeBron. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing this for sure. Mm-hmm. So I go, and I'm having a great time. There's a giveaway, all this stuff. Great time. So around halftime, I start feeling my stomach started getting upset. Oh shit! And um, you got the bubble guts. I don't know what was. Go- I was like, man. So I go to the bathroom. Oh, I was after, lurking. Yeah, after um, halftime was over, I go to the bathroom. No one's in there. I start throwing up. Oh. Okay, so I'm like, all right. Let me let me go back to my seat. Let's see, let's see if I can go. You know, Keep ride going. this out. Ride this out. So I got some water. Then, the fourth quarter started. I had to go. I threw up again. I went back and threw up again. I said, I gotta go home. So I get back on the train. So mm-hmm. I get now. I'm in. I'm waiting for this train to come. I feel like shit. And I'm on the train. This is like now it's like 8, 9 o'clock, <laughs> right? So it's dark. Uh-huh. And I'm in this train. I'm sitting there trying to go home, waiting to go home. I just throw up on the train. I projectile threw up. I was right not waiting for that one. Hell <laughs> no. I, I, it, 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 it was something I couldn't, you know. People out there, you know, you, sometimes there are situations you get into and you just can't. I, could, I, did, I did not foresee myself throwing up anymore. And, it, of course, on a train, projectile shit. What was worse was nobody said nobody. And the train was, like, halfway packed. No one said anything to me. They were, like, everybody was, like, this is normal. This is this normal is, for a Friday night. Literally, inc- you know. Well, I he mean, must have been partying, right? So, I'm like, nobody was phased, really, checked on you or anything? Nobody checked on me. Nobody said shit. The, there was a, no. there was a homeless person in front of me in the in the next chair. He had like a suitcase, luggage, like backpack. Thinking the, he's thinking no. like been there before. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he was sleeping right. right. The throw up was gravitating towards his backpack <laughs> on the floor, and I seen it pooling. I was like, oh my god, it's good. So I had to like tap. I had to wake him up. I'm like, hey, I said you got to move. I I threw up. <laughs> Right, and Hell so, no. so he he's like all grumpy, and he was like, "Oh shit!" And he picked up his stuff, and uh, basically, I got off the train on the next exit. I wasn't even at my car yet. I got off at the next exit. I was like, so I felt so bad. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I have to get out of here. Just so the doors open, I ran out. No one again. No one said shit to me. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. I I got home. I'm not gonna lie. This was this was 20. I don't know, 15 or 16. About, about 2015. I went home. 
I was so embarrassed. I would, my my mom could attest to this. And this is a this is you know I was crying. I was hurting, man. I was <laughs> I got like I think it was food poisoning, honestly. And I felt just so bad. Yeah, I was gonna say like what that made pizza you, like, hut fucked you. So the pizza hut up. Yep. Dang. Them fucking. So just don't go. Don't go at like 1 p.m. when pizza's been sitting there since 10. Oh no, that's you bad. That shit got that's bad juice. So so for Gabe, for you. Embarrassing My most em- I can't follow that one up. I can't even lie. That was pretty good. Though. That was that was actually was pretty good. That was actually very embarrassing. Yeah. Um My most embarrassing moment. I wouldn't say like it was embarrassing. Um but like I fucking I don't, I, I guess it's embarrassing, man. So, I went to Vegas for I think it was my 22nd birthday mm-hmm. and the people the buddies i went with was harv austin um and julian mm-hmm. and it was my birthday weekend so 22nd we birthday 22nd, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. you are a young buck in vegas in vegas yeah Ooh. yes sir Uh-oh. yeah so yeah we're getting loose you know what i mean prime and side story i guess this doesn't really matter but it does matter it was the month of that vegas shooting so shit was kind of still like oh after the you know yeah, weary, yeah weary. you know what i'm saying so shit was kind of on edge. there's a lot more a lot more cops out and i'm more security and all this other shit um but and we just had got um legal for a wreck too mm. so you can go in you know without a card and everything get everything so we wake up we're going out we go to we're going to um a concert later on, I think it was either y- I think it was YG. We're going to later on at Dre's. I mean, if you've been to Vegas, you know what Dre's is. It's, mm. like a, it's for Future Lives. So um, nice. very, very big, very big club out there. So the whole day we're drinking. Boom. Well, I think we're drinking. I- I'm drinking. Harv over here is like Houdiniing these drinks. He's like had like three cups. He would give me one cup that's filled up. He would have a cup that's f- filled, and then he had a blank cup. Mm. I would drink mine. He would throw his into the blank. He would show me the empty, and he would hand me another one. So oh, then he would damn. keep loading them up. So I probably he was dr- doing some right some so, tricks. Yeah, exactly. Houdini, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some yeah. Houdini type shit, you know. So in the midst of the whole day, I probably drank a like a liter of fucking alcohol, just two two separate bottles of separate uh, shit. So we get we're at the end of the night, you know. We we go out. We go on the high roller. Um, and I see, I, every time I go out, we're going out, I see these, like, fish bowls with these lights and shit. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm tired of seeing everybody have one, and I don't got one in my goddamn hand. I cash out. I go drop, like, 250 on these drinks for all of us. There we all go. Because it's my birthday. I'm like, fuck you. But when you go on a high roller, it's a 30-minute Ferris wheel, basically. Okay. And okay. it's all you can drink. Oh. As soon as we get in, they shout, it's his birthday. So I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying, just going for 30 minutes, free drinks. Just, you know, so we're, we get to the fucking, to the club. I'm telling you, the whole day I've been drinking, the whole fucking day. We get to the club. I'm in this fucking line. I look at this line. I'm like, there's no way I'm making it in this fucking club. What? There's no way. So my see my shoes untied. I go to tie my shoe. Drop right on my ass. Boom. <laughs> I swear to God, there's Happy a video. Birthday. There's a video and everything of it. <laughs> Drop right on my ass, boom. Can't even tie my own shoe. I'm fucked oh, up. I get nice. up, start stumbling. I'm like, yup, I gotta go. I walked outside of that in front of like all those people, all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Stumbling, 
Couldn't tie my own shoe. I walked home, well, to the hotel, just obliterated. Just <laughs> uh, no business walking home, dude. Oh my! It was it was a surreal moment. It was just like wow. Damn, your body was like shutting down. Like Literally. I'm not. I can't do this. Nope. So yeah, I wouldn't say that's embarrassing, but it was definitely bad to to just sit on my ass and be like, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Realize that you're fucked up in front nah, of all these people. I mean, I guess to go with your story, bro, something about alcohol, man. Too much of it, you really, like, mm-hmm. lose control. So it's like, for me, my most embarrassing moment, Jacob was actually there for that embarrassing moment. Um, <laughs> so it was, what, my twenty. 20- my 20th birthday 21st 22nd birthday one oak look see julian knows what i'm talking about yeah see look <laughs> yeah one oak that's what it was yeah no so okay so it was my birthday i started early like mm-hmm. 12 o'clock hit that the night before oh it's oh, my birthday so got a little bit of sleep woke up i w- didn't have to go to work or anything so i started drinking at like maybe eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm Throughout the day, I'm just slow sipping, slow sipping. Let's go party now. With my friends, we all go somewhere. Like, the night goes on, the night goes on. And then I'm like, man, we should go get something to eat. So I'm with one of my buddies. We go to Applebee's, right? And by the time I get to Applebee's, this is like later in the day, probably like. Afternoon? After, like late afternoon, probably okay. about like 8 or 9 o'clock. Mute that, Jacob. Mute that. Hold on. Freaking goof. <laughs> So, yeah, this is going on to the story, though. So go. Sorry, sorry. It was probably about 8 or 9 o'clock. We sit down. It's me and my buddy with two other people. Night's going to be good for us. Like, yeah, we're about to get active tonight. So I thought I was about to get active. No, I wasn't. So I'm like, man. <laughs> he didn't, I, get, he so didn't get no types of active. I'm like, man, I feel like a little. Let me go to the restroom. Just try to, like, I know myself. I'm like, let me throw up a little bit. Go to the restroom. I'm throwing up, throwing up. Maybe, like, a half an hour goes past. I'm still in the restroom. They're like. He calls Jacob like, hey, what's going on with Ash? You all right? Jacob comes up there. I'm passed out on Applebee's Oh, no. Restroom. He was, no. I had to go into the stall next to where this guy was at. Mm-hmm. I looked. I stood up on the toilet. I looked over. You just see Ash like this. Like, you just, like, if you would have taped the outline for a body, that was his outline right there. He was curled. He was body. curled, yeah. too. Grab he chalk. was curled. No. I looked at him. I looked at Trap. I said, all right, I'm gonna pull my car to this car side to go entrance. Me and you, we gonna get him to the back seat and we gonna take his ass home. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, we we get into the stall. We looked at him like, "Ash, you okay? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I said, let's keep going. I'm like, no, no, I was fucked like, up, bro. Like, I, I, yeah, I he said, let's home. keep going. Me and Trap looked at him like, shook our heads like, no, we are taking you home. Yeah, let's keep going home. We, we, <laughs> we had to throw him in the back seat of my car and. Yeah. And they probably thought that Applebee's like, damn, did we do that? Like, did, did he like drink too much here? Like, no, it was and we had met people it. up at Applebee's, and we had to tell him, hey, look, we got to slide. Ash, Ash is he's dead. Here. <laughs> <laughs> he literally doesn't exist right now. So, so do you want to see your dead body? Oh no, yeah. So that was an amazing birthday, but yeah, that was definitely embarrassing because I'm like, man, I didn't even get to like interact with those people. So mm. it was kind of like I didn't even get to turn up all the way. I only yeah. turned up halfway. <laughs> No, I was, I was all the he way there. He was early. Yeah, he was too turned. Too, yeah. too early turned. Too fast. Yeah, that's too what it fast. was. So. I, I think that's what it is, though. The moral of the story, don't day drink all day. Yeah. If Pace you're going to drink, just drink, like, space it out. Because yeah. too much at one time, you will get. Because you hear these two last stories, and it's not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So, Jacob, for you, embarrassing moments. I know your life's kind of embarrassing all the time. But so, like, it was, I had just, I was just <laughs> turned 21. 
So it was 2013, 2014 time. I was invited to a, an Aaron Bun party. Oh boy, I was there for that then. And um, so I was able to drink like without trying to sneak shit. So my mom gave me a Smirnoff vanilla vodka. I'm like, ooh, vanilla, okay. So I go to Dollar Store get two dollar liters of Sunny D. You gonna have okay. some like a creamsicle basically. Mm-hmm. So poured half, poured half. Two gallon jugs of Sunny D, cream school, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Get there, cool vibe. I know some people we drinking, you know. So I start to click with this one girl, and party's going, and then she leaves. So I just walk her to her car, made out with her. Th- that's the first time I knew I was fucked up because I don't, I, I don't be telling me the shit about that. Okay. So then I started walking back to the party. Then I forgot the rest. The last thing I remember is I leaned up against the car and threw up. Oh. Mm. After that, I blacked out. Woke up, seven, eight o'clock the next morning. Thought I was in my friend's car across the street from the party. I was in the neighbor's car that I just got into. <laughs> oh no! Like I was blacked out, drunk. It was a fight or flight that my body was just like, "We're gonna get you safe." <laughs> I woke up, missing my t-shirt from the night before. Had a white beater on. Throw up on me. Well, was my f- oh, my phone crazy, was on 10%. I was going through anybody I could call. Didn't want to call my parents because that's just didn't want to have that conversation that early. So I actually called Gabe's girlfriend at the time and she was able to give me riding back home. And I walked into the back door. And my mom looked at me like this. I said, Mom, give me five minutes. I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> More like 30 minutes. And that following day, I had another party I could go to, all you could drink at a beach house, and people would just said, "Hey, you made it home okay? I'm glad you're okay. You're I'm alive. Like, yes, I'm alive." <laughs> and then months later, I find out the story of people did try to get me into a car. People were trying to look out for me. It's just that too stubborn, too stubborn, too blacked out, man. drunk. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that was my most embarrassing story. Well, one of them, top five for sure. If I was like the neighbor and I fucking got in my car and like someone was in there I didn't know, I'm like, hey, yo, what the fuck? You got <laughs> to throw up on you. you like, Get the fuck out of my car. Bro, it was bad. It was bad. I, I would just call the cops like somebody's in my car. Yeah, Somebody yeah. in my Excuse car. Yeah. Help. No, this is, this is not good, though. Oof. So, yeah, so but look, yeah. the relationship that we all know now is to not drink so much. Oh, God. <laughs> so mine was just not eating. You yeah, I was gonna ask you. Did you drink I at did, all? I didn't drink at all. That Man, was all right. Well, in John's case, don't fucking go to fucking Pizza Hut <laughs> at one <laughs> and happy hour. Yeah. You can get happy butt. <laughs> all right. Uh, yep. Yep. So basically, you know, why we wanted to do that? The most embarrassing story is because we know that everybody has their story. So if you have an embarrassing story, don't feel bad. There, there is much worse and yeah. um, you know we all have it so it, it makes us who we are and don't let it define you I guess primarily so it makes us who you are but don't let it continue on with you in the future you know yeah my thing is like I don't get embarrassed easily either like I accept it like okay mm-hmm. stuff just right. happens in yeah. life you know what I mean you just gotta like roll with it and deal with it so yeah just like I said like John said it's okay to you know have your little awkward moments but don't have you don't have to live in that space it's okay to like keep going mm-hmm. at the end of the day mm-hmm. so so we have this. Uh, we can do the giveaway now. Sure. Sure. So we want to. Do we want to ki- stop this recording and then just keep on, on, on the Facebook or? Yeah, yeah, we can. Okay. 
Just pause it. All right, well, we're going to... Jacob, well, damn, no. <laughs> okay, no, it's recording. Oh, no, no, fuck you. You didn't already mess it up. This one sounds so crazy when we chop it up. Because you just damn. abruptly, like, well, stop stuff. You told me to pause it. You said pause the recording. Oh, you heard me talking. Y'all are so loud. Jesus. This has been another episode of IOU. Thank you for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our platforms. Uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Podbean, Facebook, uh, Apple. All of them. Everything. You know? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, um, and our Gmail is IOU Podcast 440. And this has been a great episode with my boys. And stay tuned for next week. And God bless.